Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. Today, I'm here with Salma Sheriff. Salma is an online business coach and brand strategist who helps passionate entrepreneurs build and grow a profitable and automated business, help generate their dream income while being located independently. She also successfully runs an online coaching business plus branding and website design business from her own home. I'm so, so excited today to chat with Salma all about list building because it's a super crucial step in building your business that a lot of people do not consider until kind of later on when, you know, they could have been building their email list from day one. So let's dive right in. Hi, Salma. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here and I can't wait to chat more about list building with you. So before we dive into the episode, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got started doing it all. Definitely. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Of course. And a little bit about me. I am a business coach and a brand strategist at SalmaTariff.com. And I help women entrepreneurs and bloggers build a profitable and automated online business that they love while being location independent and designing their own dream life. So I started, um, you know, I was introduced to the world of blogging during my post-graduation. And, you know, I was deeply amazed when I looked at so many entrepreneurs sharing their area of expertise and how it was influencing people around the world. And it definitely influenced, you know, inspired me and, um, you know, gave me the inspiration to start a blog of my own. And I immediately saw a scope for business opportunity rather than it just being a passion project. So with that, with the, um, you know, um, with the passion that I had for crafts and crochet during my uh, school days and my college, I immediately started off, um, you know, converted my passion into a profitable online business right away. So while I was blogging, while I was having this handmade crochet business, um, it was uh, around like three years or so. And during this journey, I learned a lot. I learned a lot and I was well received um, and I was, you know, recognized and I also got um, you know, kind of awards as such, um, like, you know, young entrepreneur, then top bloggers in India. And I was also um, featured in various other websites here in India and in the US. And this was a game changer moment for me in my entrepreneurial journey. So I studied, um, you know, master's in computer science and engineering, which is, it was completely different for, from what I was doing. And um, this actually changed um, because with this clarity and realization and something that I had in mind, my vision and my purpose was totally different. So with the clarity and, um, you know, I decided to merge my passion, my purpose and my education uh, mm-hmm. to start my own brand strategy and web designing studio so that I can help other entrepreneurs build their own strong foundation online. Because during my product-based business, I, I've seen a lot, I've learned a lot and how important online presence is especially if you want to become an online business owner. And I took this opportunity and with uh, the knowledge that I had learned from college and with the knowledge that I had acquired during my uh, first business Mm -hmm. and the purpose that I really wanted to help 
uh, you know, passionate women entrepreneurs and to empower women worldwide. Uh, I was clear on my purpose and I started offering, uh, you know, branding, web designing and business coaching. And from then, since then, I'm helping entrepreneurs uh, build and not this build also to up level their business through business strategy and uh, brand identity. That's awesome. And this is how I started. Thank That's you. Awesome. So you've been doing like business and brand strategy, you said for how long? Um, it's kind of around a year now. A year? Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's. I've been in, in my business for a year now too, so that's cool. Um, yeah, and it just seems like once you hit the year mark, it's like things either they take off or they don't. Like it's just like one of those things. Like you, you hit that rite of passage, and it's like okay, now things are either going to get really great or they're not. So um, yeah, exactly. That's that's from my experience at least, because uh, I've seen you know a lot of businesses fail within their first year. So. Mm. yeah yeah no that's really cool um and I'm I've helped women too that like I don't not that I would never work with men but it's just Mm -hmm. not my focus (laughs) I I prefer to work with women just because I relate to them more um and I'm sure you feel the same way as well yes exactly yeah I had uh you know past um clients um those were men but Mm -hmm. I still feel my purpose is towards, you know, aligned more towards women entrepreneurs because they understand me better. And exactly. that's the way I work. With. Yeah. It is more comfortable working with someone who's like you and uh, who really understands your uh, problems and situations. And they kind of, you know, they understand what we've been through and uh, yeah, it is actually easier to connect with them. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's so funny. It's funny when guys like subscribe to my email list because <laughs> my website is called Confetti Social and it's pink. Mm-hmm. Like my main color mm. is pink. So I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing? But I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's just, it's just entertaining. Um, because you know, if I was a guy and I saw someone's website was pink and girly, I wouldn't really think that their email list would be beneficial for me. But you know. Oh, that's the same with me as well. <laughs> I'm all about pink and colorful and <laughs> yeah, I was just like what? What? But I mean, you know, power to them. If they're getting help from me, then great. I, I, I yes. don't mind that. <laughs> um, so let's dive into talking a little bit about list building. I know that's a really hot topic. Absolutely. Now. A lot of people yes. are working to get their first hundred on their list, one or even their first one k. And it's something that I am, you know, I'm comfortable with it, but it's not my strong suit. So I wanted to bring Mm. on someone who is more knowledgeable in that and has a lot of um, experience with list building. So, you know, what, what is your number one tip for growing your email list? Like how did you kind of start growing yours in the beginning or your clients or, you know, whoever that you're helping to grow their list? Okay. So um number one list is to be clear on what your services are about you definitely have to be clear and at a point you might have either just one service that you want to promote mm-hmm. or uh, like a course because you don't want to be everywhere around right like having 10 to 15 packages or services that you keep promoting every single day or weekly so your focus should be on one particular service or a program that you're trying to promote and based on that you have to come about creating your irresistible offer that will help convert the cold audience that you see online to warmer audience to get them into your um, you know email list so I would strongly recommend you know have clarity mm-hmm. on one particular 
program or a course or a service that you're trying to promote or trying to get clients in and utilizing that you know come about creating um, an irresistible offer it can be like a freebie like right a freebie it can be like a pdf or a video tutorial or a challenge or a quiz anything of that sort but something derived from what you're actually uh, you know selling mm-hmm. so when you're trying to put the word out there with this freebie you will be able to understand uh, whether you know you'll be also able to understand whether people are actually interested in this if people are interested in a portion of what you're trying to sell they might be interested in what you have to offer later on like they might enroll in your course they might uh, you know uh, hire you for your one on one services you know um so yeah you need to be clear and the advantage of list building is you know you build a warm audience you build a close knit audience mm-hmm. who's actually interested in something that you have to offer and when you nurture those email sequences or your email list or subscribers uh, you, you they get to know more about you and you position yourself as an expert in front of them by providing consistent value and uh, and later on it is very easy to retarget your email list subscribers uh, when you are you know promoting any kind of course or program and trying to build clients through it and later on it also is very important and very useful when you are building facebook ads if you have a email list subscription or uh, a number of email list subscribers already on your list and when you're creating a facebook ad you can easily use them to retarget and create look like audience as well and there's a lot more advantage to building your own email list and you know you more than just sales you also build relationship because people will get to trust you see you as you know the go to person and the authority in that particular niche and you can also promote through email marketing affiliate programs courses and you also get to earn affiliate uh, income as well so there are a lot of advantage while list building is very important and one such mistake that i initially did when i was starting off my business is i didn't have an opt-in or an email list uh, in place so once i realized the importance of this i immediately started you know implementing uh, my email opt-in a uh, freebie and i started promoting it and um, you know using the strategies that i i w- would love to share uh, i was able to you know grow my list by 500 to 700 plus in just 2 to 3 weeks oh, wow. simultaneously i was able to grow my facebook group as well to 500 members so that was pretty amazing and i'd love to share all those strategies here yeah that would be great um um i agree with the kind of um kind of honing in on your one offering and things like that cuz yeah. if you don't you're going to attract a lot of people who mm. are not necessarily good fit um i mean yes. i do have a couple of offers that lead to my email list a couple of different freebies just because not every cuz my main one is a ch- it's like a checklist for social media managers cuz that's my main target audience in addition mm. to helping people with social media i also help social media managers um kind of start stuff so that's my main main opt-in but not everyone's interested in that so i of course i have other ones that are related just to social media in general for my people who are mm. you know wanting to take courses on social media and things like that and not necessarily want to be a social media manager but yeah i think it's important to have like that one main opt-in that goes around your offering so that you are able to start seeing growth for that and especially if you plan on launching any products or in the future 
So you already have that built-in list of people who are interested in that particular thing. Yes, absolutely. So once you put yourself out there, for example, as your social media manager, and you are promoting a free or an irresistible offer based on social media marketing, and they immediately know that you are a go-to person for that, and you know your stuff. And yeah, if in case you later on provide consistent value uh, via your social media platforms, um, they definitely might, you know, uh, get to hire you someday or purchase your course if you promote it. Exactly. Yeah. And in the past, my email list has been where I've made the most of my money when I do launch products, Mm. not necessarily services because services for me, it's usually like Facebook groups or something like that or referrals, both products. It's usually either from my email list or my Facebook group, but mostly my email list because for some reason people just like to purchase from emails, which is very interesting because before I entered this space, I never really noticed that. Like I just kind of look at my emails from like my favorite brands, like retailers and things like that. And I would, I would actually, you know, be like, Oh, they get my coupon. Let me go to the website. And then I didn't think that people would do that with, you know, actual small business owners. Cause like, well, you know, these are big companies they are providing me with cute clothes or accessories and things like that. Like I never really thought about it in terms of people buying from small business owners, you know? So it's just like, it's interesting. And then like my first launch, I was like, wow, this is cool. You know? And it's all about kind of balancing like how many emails to send because you don't want to annoy people, but you still want to be able to get your products and services out in front of them. Yeah. So let's talk about welcome, welcome sequences. Um, Mm -hmm. I have one and I think they're really important and it really helps you segment your list. So, you know, um, what are your thoughts on, you know, welcome sequences? Um, yeah, so in, immediately once they sign up for you need to have this automated campaign set up. So which, you know, says that thank you so much for enrolling and here's your free PDF or all the other details. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I prefer sending out um, three to four email sequences just yeah. for nurturing my email subscribers. Mm-hmm. So basically, I start off with a story about myself mm-hmm. and how I, you know, how I started my entrepreneurial journey and how it is possible for you to, right? Because we need to connect with them. And it's something that they've signed up for. And based on that, you should provide value. So one can be your entrepreneurial journey and the other two can be, um, something regarding what your services are mm-hmm. and uh, how it has helped your past clients. So you can share your wins, you can share your celebrations and, uh, you know, topic or, um, you know, an expert tip or something based on that particular um, niche. So mm-hmm. this showcases your expertise and the people like slowly, they start trusting you because you've been sharing your journey, you're sharing your client wins then you're also from, you know, sharing value that is very important and they can in instantly apply it to their own businesses. So, and finally, maybe when you feel that it's time, if you have any kind of promotion or any offer or any, again, another free training, you can ask them to join your Facebook group. That way you can also build your Facebook group of another closed-knit community where you can share trainings and, uh, or you can, you know, engage with them and you can ask them for their suggestions this is very important because uh, they are not just your email subscribers they are someone uh, like who might purchase your offer Mm -hmm. so even if 
like they may or may not turn into your clients right so but it's very important that you ask them for suggestions like i am planning to create this or you know sending out a form and asking them you know can you please fill this form out uh, because i am doing some kind of research so i got many uh, emails myself through top influencers and i have also sent them to my email subscribers and i also had each my clients to do that i also teach them how to you know create email um sequences and how to nurture them through what messages to nurture them and mm-hmm. another one such you know incident that happened recently was uh through i actually you know published my group coaching program on how you can you know up level your businesses to from 2k plus months so while i was nurturing my you know my email subscribers giving them value and letting them know how i was able to do it and how it is possible by you as well and slowly and steadily since i was promoting that offer and uh, my emails kind of led to that particular promotion but it wasn't kind of promoting but the final sequence was promoting my offer mm-hmm. so while i was promoting like giving value and how it has helped me and my past clients one such person in my email subscribe you know email list personally messaged me and asking for you know i would love to sign up for this program even before you know i started enrollment so that's something you can you know work on because who knows it's actually you're converting your warm audience sorry cold audience to warm audience and then converting them or nurturing them to you know purchase or to become your client so that's what list building is all about yes yes um and for me personally my welcome sequence has the basically the highest open rates ever mm. people are excited they just got your freebie and they're like okay I want to learn more so it's really important during those key first key like few emails to really lay it all out there. So for my first email like you I kind of do a story about myself, how I got started and at the end I say like select these options and then the options are like I'm a blogger, I'm a business owner mm-hmm. and I say like select as many as are applicable and then I also say like I'm I'm looking to hire a social media manager. I want to become a social media manager and I'm I'm looking to learn more about social media. So it segments them into tags for me so that I can easier easy uh, target my audience more easily. So yeah. um it's just really helpful and then the ones that are on like the ones that want to be a social media manager then I send them like, you know, social media management um training offers so I train them how to become one. or like I'm have a group pro- program coming up so I'm going to email them and then the people with like social media that just want help with it and then I send them like stuff oh here's a free Pinterest training oh here's a free Instagram training that kind of thing so that I'm not sending it to people who aren't interested yes exactly yes you need to do that as well because you should make sure that the correct kind of content is reaching the correct person so we are tagging segmenting your email subscribers based on what they like and what they've opted for is very essential and like you i also send like survey type situations i mean it's not technically a survey but i usually mm-hmm. just say like what kind of trainings are you interested in and kind of list out a ton of different trainings and have them click that so they're also segmented like interested in a mm-hmm. twitter training or interested in list building training or something like that so i can kind of gauge what people are interested in and i'm like choose as many options as you want so that i can start building out that content and knowing who 
it's applicable to. And then eventually I'll go and send it to my new people. So I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, start at the date that I sent it. And anyone who subscribes since then, then I'll send that to those people so that I can continue updating those lists so I know who is interested in what. And sometimes I'll even add new offers to the table mm. because my mind is always like sitting there and creating content. So I'm like, okay, yeah. well, who would like this? Who would like that? You know, I like to give people free trainings and then I like mm. to give people, you know, paid stuff too. Obviously we've got to make yeah. money over here, <laughs> but free <laughs> stuff is really great too. Cause that helps yeah. build the net like, no, and trust factor. Exactly. Um, so for list building, what are some of the tools that you use, um, like that you use personally or for your clients and then maybe some beginner alternatives? Cause I know some people aren't going to be ready to pay for an email subscription list yet. So yeah. So what are your, your favorite, um, tools that you use personally? And then like some that are more for beginners. Okay. So for, you know, let me start from the basic, like what you see outside, like promotional graphics, et cetera. So I personally use Adobe Illustrator for myself and for my clients, but there's another free alternative Canva that you can definitely use. So Canva, yeah, that is awesome. And then if you are trying to build a freebie, if it is, for example, a live masterclass, Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and use the free, um, you know, Facebook tool that's already there. Or if you want to simultaneously record and go live on your Facebook page and YouTube, I recommend Zoom. Yes. And if you want to create your PDF, you can, you know, use Microsoft Word and then convert it into an Adobe PDF. If you want to create editable uh, forms, like, uh, you know, editable PDFs that you can, you know, not just print, but you can edit immediately after downloading you can use adobe acrobat yeah and for you know you can also use recording softwares if you're going to create recorded video series um using quicktime and i for my computer that's pc i use active presenter okay and i also sometimes use zoom because uh, it allows recording as well so yeah. that is about you know social media promotions and or the free offers that you're giving mm-hmm. and about the systems that I used for email marketing platform initially I used MailChimp okay now I'm using ConvertKit because uh, at that time I wasn't sure about investing yeah but um, yeah you can always choose for a free platform if you want to go for a um, you know a free option but always ConvertKit uh, I prefer and I help my clients with ConvertKit. So that is pretty amazing and awesome tool for, you know, segmentation, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. but tagging and segmentation, it does an amazing job. So yeah. yeah, there are a lot. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't recommend that you be confused or overwhelmed with so much information. So just pick one and just yeah. start doing it. Yeah, start I, implementing. <laughs> I use ConvertKit too. And that's, yeah. you know, that's, it's, it's very easy to use and, yeah you know, there's not, it's not necessarily the prettiest platform because, you know, when you're, you send out your emails, they look very plain text and basic, but I have like some templates that my friend made me. So they like look a little more, um, girly and branded and pretty, mm. but they're not like completely overwhelming, um, with pictures or anything, but they're just like a little more, like it has like a pink border or something and <laughs> it has a picture. So it's like not so boring, but yeah. So, I mean, they're a little more plain text based, but you can definitely make it pretty if you want to, you just have to, you know, go into your HTML a little bit, but, um, yeah. 
Yeah, ConvertKit's really great. Um, I that's what I recommend to people. Or MailerLite yes. usually is what I recommend for newbies, just because they have a free mm-hmm. option as well, and it's similar to ConvertKit. They have landing pages yes. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I really I'm a big ConvertKit advocate, and um, you know, it's it's very it's I love the visual automations now. It makes my life so much easier to do those. Even though yeah, we can also create landing pages as well through yes. ConvertKit. Yeah, I actually don't use their landing pages just mm-hmm. because I'm. I'm not a coder or anything, so I don't like, like, I don't know how to make them pretty. So mm-hmm. I usually just use lead pages because they're very uh, yeah. customized. So that's what I use. And I hate that I have to pay an extra like $39 for them. Mm. I'm like, hey. I was actually going to say about that because, uh, yeah, for landing pages, I personally use my own website. And for oh, those, um, yeah, and for my clients, I prefer um, you know, I explain them the importance of their own website because they don't want to pay extra like every single month for something just for opt-in. So I created using my own website. Uh, it kind of needs a little, you know, tech implementation because opt-in and in integrating that you have to create your template from scratch. But yeah, as you said, lead pages is simple. You have a set of layouts mm-hmm. uh, and templates that you can immediately, you know, plug and play and you can you just know, publish it online. Basically, yeah. Exactly. So easy. <laughs> it's just two minutes. In a minute, you are just done. And yeah, <laughs> some people are also using ClickFunnels. I also help my clients with ClickFunnels as well because some uh, high-end clients, mm-hmm. um, they prefer using ClickFunnels for almost all of their, you know, um, like membership site all of that they have in click funnels so they prefer having their actual website on click funnels yeah so i help them design uh, the sales funnels and you know email marketing platform through in click funnels as well so that's kind of interesting as well but yeah so if you're starting out you can go for lead pages um so definitely there's a price difference and yeah what suits you best for you and for your business you definitely have to implement that yeah i mean and if you're not if you're not scared of like making your own templates on your website then that's mm. a good option too there are good um the, like builders like thrive i know is a good one yeah. wordpress and then i actually have elementor elementor, elementor. Yeah. yeah that one's really good too and they have a free version and a paid version and it's really not yeah. that expensive and i use that for my service pages so i'll just like design them but i don't actually use it for opt-ins just because i'm too lazy to go and do all that <laughs> but i have it for my service pages so that that's what counts right but yeah, so if you don't want to, you know, spend the extra money for, um, you know, lead pages or anything like that, definitely you can use your own website and use Elementor yes, or something like that. So that Elementor, then there's um, Divi, yeah. and then there's Beaver Builder. There are so many other yeah, builders. so many, yeah. They're, and yeah. they're not as costly as lead pages. But yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, kind of when you're first starting out, you don't really have the extra funds. Um, and I'm sure I could streamline everything more, but I'm just so used to my methods that I'm just like, okay, whatever. I don't mind paying, you know, 30 something dollars a month for this because I know how to use it and I can do things quickly with it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well let's dive into the three questions that I ask everyone who comes on the show. So what does it mean to you to be an entrepreneur and what is your favorite part about it? Okay, so for me, entrepreneurship is not just, you know, starting your own business from scratch. Um, It means um, creating something, nurturing it and leading it. And it's also about, you know, taking action, having the courage to commit Mm -hmm. and persevere through all of the challenges and failures and learning from the past experiences and using your intelligence to make smarter decisions Mm -hmm. for future 
and also being able to transform your vision and your purpose into a profitable business online mm-hmm. and in turn to help others and to create a strong impact so that for me is um, like being what being an entrepreneur is and uh, my why if you ask is as i initially said it's all about you know helping other women entrepreneurs to build and up level their online businesses through business strategy and brand identity because when i realized the importance of online presence um and how important like social media and digital marketing is when you really have to grow and up level in your um in business and um, yeah so i understood i realized that and i utilized my education and my purpose uh with the clarity and realization i started offering these services so for me it's basically helping women entrepreneurs uh and you know empowering women worldwide yeah and i think it's really important to have a why because it just really helps you kind of clarify why you're doing what you're doing because you know if you don't have a purpose then you're not going to end up enjoying it and for me building my own business has been such a good experience because you know i created it I you know I have so much passion for it and when I worked a regular corporate job I didn't have that same passion and I didn't build that business so it wasn't as important to me not that I didn't take my job seriously but it just wasn't as important to me as my own business is so it's really nice to be able to have something that I can call my own and it's I'm not just like working at someone else's company and you know doing things mm. for their company it's everything I do is directly related to building my own business So it's just been a really great experience for me and I'm sure other people feel that way too. Yeah. So what is your favorite tool that you use in business? This can be anything like a digital or a paper planner or an app or something that just really helps you with running your business. Okay, so I'll start off like, you know, physical planners mm-hmm. um that I love using because although there are so many things out there online although I am like totally into digital stuff I still use um I'm like in school I still use my planner to plan down and jot down my to-do lists and my calls and my schedules even though if they are online so I for last year I used bando agenda okay and uh, this year i've uh, i'm using simplified planner okay so yeah. i really love 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 it <laughs> and as far as digital um, you know tools i use google calendar to set up you know my important dates meetings and events i use asana for like project management yeah. and assigning my team members and my clients uh, their tasks and i use an app called as keep in my mobile phone just for quick checklists uh-huh. and for email i use outlook and um, i use wordpress for my website and i also i make sure that i use google analytics uh, to track my website visits and traffic and also used uh, for search engine optimization and this is something that i um, use for all of my clients be it like in business coaching if they are opting in for website and branding i use this for all, all my client websites and then for email marketing uh, i use convertkit initially it was mailchimp and now convertkit and to collect my client reviews and also for suggestions and uh, i use typeform oh typeform and awesome. Yeah, and Google Drive for file sharing and handling all my client information and stuff. Yeah, and I also use Dubsado. 
Oh, yeah. uh, it's like yeah, for client management system. You can use Asana, but Dapsaro is more, you know, um, intense. It's like, you know, you can share and send contracts, invoices, questionnaires, everything in just one system. Yeah. And I also use uh, Zoom okay. uh, for, you know, uh, having a chat with my clients, one-on-one coaching sessions, and also for recording my live trainings mm-hmm. so that I can convert them into courses. And uh, for sales funnel, I use my own website, but for my clients, I use click funnels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of tools. <laughs> a lot of tools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when I think about it, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how many tools that I use in my business on a daily basis. So I was thinking like, if I had to get rid of one of these, which one? I'm like, I can't pick. They're all really essential. I need to start asking- different purposes, right? <laughs> I also need to start asking people Asana or Trello because everyone always mentions mm. one of theirs in their, as their favorite tool. So I just need to add that to the list and say, hmm, which one do you prefer, Asana or Trello? Because everyone always mentions it. So I think I'm going to start doing yes. that on that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So lastly, um, who is your go-to business resource? Just someone who you feel like is really inspiring and they always make you you know um excited about your business and kind of just ready to take on the world basically okay so there's not just one there are quite a few because you know uh, nowadays like you have the digital platform and i don't go to facebook or i don't go to instagram uh, you know just to like or share images that my friends or my family share yeah, exactly it's basically to learn what these amazing influencers and entrepreneurs have and they share amazing resources that is so helpful to you know in terms of your life and to grow in your business as well few of the influencers whom i follow um, are maria forleo okay, yeah. mary forleo and melissa griffin she's amazing interest strategist yeah and then amy porterfield okay yeah. and pat flynn uh, from i think smart passive income and neil patel for all things you know digital marketing like seo and social media all that stuff and the list continues yeah it's no, I, I like all of those people too they're, they're really inspirational and they all have their own like strengths so it's like nice to be able to follow one for one thing and one for another thing um but yeah it's really it's really cool to hear about who inspires other people because some people name like the bigger people and some people name people that I've never heard of and mm-hmm. able to get to know like who everyone looks up to and things like that. Okay. So let um, my audience know where we can find you. So your website and any social media handles that you use. And even like if you have a Facebook group or something um, and then I'll put everything in the show notes so that they can go there and actually click. Yes, definitely. So you can find me at salmacherif.com. If you just type Salma Sheriff, my name in Google search, I think my website will probably come up first. Mm -hmm. So you can find me there on my website and my social media platforms as Salma Sheriff Designs on Instagram and on Facebook. And I also have a dedicated Facebook group for passionate and committed women entrepreneurs who want to grow their business. And it's called The Radiant Influencers. Awesome. Well, I will link everything in the show notes so everyone can find you and not try to type this in while they're driving. Because <laughs> um, yes. that's when usually when I listen to podcasts. But yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for being a guest. I really enjoyed chatting with you about list building. It was, I think um, the audience will really, really um, find it beneficial because that's something I always get in my inbox, like building their email list and why it's important and all that stuff. So yeah. Thank you, Jenny. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to 
www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode dash 32. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Babes community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and so much more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.